everybody. Welcome back. This is episode six of Not Four Time, our podcast, our own CrossFit PR star in-house podcast, and we are broadcasting out to the world. We're on iTunes right now. We're famous. And with me in the studio, I have Ryan Cage, founder, CEO, head honcho, boss man, Ryan Cage, and also Joel Helmet. Gentlemen, why don't you say hi? I feel like you're kissing up to me with all that. What do you want? <laughs> A raise. <laughs> nope. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Joel is incredibly nervous right now. He's Which is a shocker because he always talks. <laughs> He's being interrogated by us right now. Um, so we wanted to kind of talk about um, Joel's story. And it's an interesting one because it's a transition um, basically to three different avenues, right? You got Joel that started as a member. You got Joel that started as a part-time coach. And then eventually to where he is now as a full-time employee. Um, Ryan, why don't you lead this off and kind of uh, interview and interrogate our man Joel here? Well, I mean, it's pretty simple for me. I, my first question to you is, is kind of when and how did you find CrossFit? I mean, I know that I spoke to Marla and Jason about you mm-hmm. prior to even coming in, but uh, was it was it them that kind of pushed you to come in, or how, how did give us yeah. a story of how and when? Yeah, so uh, my my CrossFit journey, per se. Uh, Started not really all that long ago. It was probably end of 2014, beginning of 2015. Um, I was in seeing Marla for a shoulder issue I was having. Just a little tweak I did doing some some power cleans at a world gym, Globo gym. And uh, she started telling me about CrossFit. And I was like, I don't know. I heard a lot about it. And I was real skeptical about trying out kind of the, the old thing everybody... Uh, you know, everyone's kind of afraid of it at first, but uh, she talked me down. I was like, all right, I'm going to try it out. So I came in, talked to Ryan. I think it was 6 a.m. You had Joel Peters, Haley's husband. You had Pete Lindbach in there on, on a, doing a 5 a.m. class. I saw Lou, I think, that first day. And they're just throwing around weights. The music is real loud. It's early and dark and cold and beginning, middle of January. And uh, I was like, oh, man, what? What did I get into? This is so this you is would definitely stuff. say it had that that uh, I was, intimidation. Factor. I was intimidated, and uh, I've been I've been in and out of gyms ever since I was in high school, and I was I'd never been more intimidated walking into a weight room setting than when I walked in. So yeah, it was uh, a couple years ago. So uh, but it's been awesome ever since. Well, that's interesting. You say that you you were intimidating because uh, intimidated because. Mm-hmm. You come from a, a sports background, yeah. right? And that right there already, people are like, oh, sports are super intimidating to me. How did you cope with coming into a CrossFit gym, transitioning from that, that professional sports world, that soccer uh, world? Yeah, I just – CrossFit and the world that I was living in all my life, you know, almost 20 years as an athlete uh, playing soccer, It's they're, they're so different, but athletically – the drive, the mindset, those types of things, they're the same. So once I really got into it, once I got past that facade, um, it was like I was right at home. And I just took off with it. I loved it. It was something I could, it was a renewed passion because I had just come out of uh, bouncing around different preseasons all, all around the country, different training camps for MLS uh, teams, some second, third division teams around the, the U.S. and it was really hard, and I was at a place in my life where I was, you know, kind of getting down on myself because I had spent my whole life 
being an athlete and now I was kind of transferring into adulthood, getting out of that uh, professional athlete setting and it was really hard. So CrossFit definitely, like it feel like it saved me. You know, it was, uh, it was something that I could be passionate about again and really get into and, and uh, dissect and be a part of. It was awesome. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you on that. I, I can tell you that I know when I found CrossFit, it, it kind of let you have that passion of being competitive again without mm-hmm. being competitive in the sports that we all, you know, yeah. might have grown up with. Like for me, it was, it was basketball. And then when I didn't have basketball anymore, I was like, well, crap. What do I, what do I do? Hard. And then I tried to go and like join some old people leagues like, uh, Scott Bauer plays in and, uh, and, um, but it's a challenge, right? Cause it's just, you know, even with basketball for you, for soccer, uh, what did, did you play sports like badminton? What did you You're do? Football player. Um, I was a football player in high school. Oh, okay. So you didn't really do much. Okay. Got it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you CrossFit to me allows you as an adult to still have, some of that competitive aspect, if you want to have that competitive mm-hmm. aspect. Um, all right, so I, I have a funny question. Um, Fire away. Other, other than your free membership, <laughs> why did you want to be what we either call a part-time coach or a hobby coach? Um, and if you guys don't know what hobby coach is, is that you know here at PR Star, we've definitely changed our mentality, and we're not a hobby box, right? We're, we're a CrossFit gym. We've, we've definitely flipped a switch and decided to be more professional and go down that road. So when you started as a coach, Joel, you would definitely fall into that part-time or hobby coach. Um, why, why did you want to do it other than saving that saving that loop? Yeah, I mean, it's I've been a coach probably since college. I was coaching youth athletes um, when I was down at Longwood University in Podunk, Virginia, Farmville. Yes, it's actually named Farmville, Virginia. Uh, I know a few of you know where it is. I know a lot of you don't. But uh, I was working with youth athletes down there. Um, I had worked actually with professional athletes in my college internship. I went out to a major league soccer club out in Kansas City, sporting Kansas City, and I worked with professional athletes, coaching them, running them through physical um, you know, drills, doing different things, different tests, functional movement screening. So I knew I had the capacity to help people improve themselves athletically. Uh, the knowledge base was there. Um, it was really just trying to take that athletic approach and bring it on over to a everyday person type approach. And that's been the biggest challenge. But uh, that's also what drew it to me is like, can I do this? I, I think I can. And it's, it's a renewed passion too in the coaching realm because I got away from coaching after I left the professional uh, soccer scene because uh, that was a way that in this country you supplement your income because living as a professional athlete, as a soccer player in this country is not like playing in the NFL. It's not like playing in the NBA. It's not like playing MLB. You have to supplement your income with coaching. Um, and I was doing that when I was playing professionally and, um, and in college so I could have a little coin in my pocket. Um, but uh, I got away from that too, and, and it's really been another renewed passion of mine getting into coaching CrossFit as that hobby coach. You know, I, you knew, I knew the trade-off was a free membership, but it is once you really get into it, delve into it, it's, it's so much more than that. It's really awesome. Yeah, absolutely. It is. It's more like that. That um, free membership is kind of an added bonus because yeah. ultimately you're changing lives. 
Um, but during that time as a uh, as your part time coaching, um, you know it's it's difficult because you're in the gym so much and you're doing your part time classes and you're hanging out in the gym. I know for me when I first started coaching part time, I felt like my time in classes was suffer suffering because I couldn't give my all because I was just at the gym all the time and I couldn't yeah. find that motivation to train. Do you feel like you gave everything you had in the classes or were there those easy days where you just kind of like, man, I'm here all the time. I just want to like take it easy this this class. I'm always watching people work out. Be careful how you answer this. Oh jeez, no, no, I'm um, just kidding. I'm kidding. I uh, being a part time coach, honestly, it was a little bit less stressful, for lack of a better term, than it is now being a full time coach. Um, I was coaching, I think, three, maybe four classes a week, maybe a, a couple, a couple more if I had to fill in for somebody. And I know, and I had a good little routine where I'd come in, either hit a class before or a class after. I would coach. Um, I would, uh, you know, I'd hang out, maybe do a couple of light stretches. I started later on and uh, working into some comp team stuff. Maybe I hit a little extra training after uh, after I coached or, or did a class again. And uh, but I was, I really felt like I gave everything I could, and I do my damnedest now to give everything I can. Um, it does get hard some days where, you know, you got to coach some back-to-back classes. I mean, we all know how that goes. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I'm a morning coach most of the time. So I get in, I've got, you know, got my coffee in me. I got a good little 20 minute drive to the gym from Leesburg. Um, so I was, uh, you know, I'd, I'd be able to wake up, come in. And a lot of people were, would ask me and still do, how do you have so much energy when you get to the gym? I was like, I give myself time. I mean, if I'm coaching 5 a.m., I wake up at 3.30. If I coach 6 a.m., I'm up at 4.30. Um, to be awake and be ready to bring it because you got to bring the energy in the morning. So, um, Did you just e- quote, bring it on? Bring it on. Okay. <laughs> Isn't that cheerleading? Yes. 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 But you yeah. just quoted him. So. Oh, Good sweet. job. First movie quote of the podcast. <laughs> right. But, yeah, um, yeah, I, I, I really try to give everything to, to you guys, to the members, to, to Ryan and Cameron, too. So, uh, I, I think that's, that's right. great. Yeah, no, no, no. I think that's awesome. Um, you know, it's funny because, you know, you obviously started when we were here at the old spot, which now we're at the temporary spot. Now we're coming back to the old spot. <laughs> Try to figure all that shit out. Um, but, I mean, you were here when when Matt was here, and now, mm-hmm. you know, obviously Matt's not around anymore. So have you... Have you seen it evolve? Has it all stayed the same? What What have you seen? Any good? Any bad? Any ugly? Um, yeah, you know, just kind of from your view mm-hmm. and your perspective. Yeah, I um, I have learned to embrace every era that we're kind of going through, and there's changes constantly um, at CrossFit PR Star, and I love it. And at first, those changes are scary. Um, you know, I, I remember when, you know, there's ebbs and flows with everything. Sometimes you walk into, when we were at the old spot here and, uh, the class was literally, you know, the class room was literally smaller. There's smaller, uh, smaller classes. And now sometimes you walk into a class or there's, there's a class every day where there's 20 plus people and it's awesome. And then there's classes every day that there are around five people or 10 people and they're smaller and they're more intimate. Um, but the biggest change I've seen uh, from a membership standpoint is the professionalism of the coaches. Um, I think we all come in, all of our coaches, we're constantly trying to 
develop professionally, find better ways, find different ways to communicate with our members to get the best out of them. And as a coach, I try to do that as well. And then I notice that when I'm in classes, I'm like, man, we're really stepping our game up. Like I'm getting some tips. I'm getting some hints. People are saying things to me that they normally wouldn't to try to get the best out of me as an athlete as well. And as a, as a member. So that's, that's the big plus, uh, of our evolution. I'd say. No, I, I love that you said that because I, I definitely see that as an as an evolution of us. Um, shout out to to my man Eric, mm-hmm. who big time. Yeah, man, that guy used to be you know I'd be like talking to a wall, and I'd always try <laughs> to like mess with him a little bit, and like he's coming out of a shell, and it's awesome I to see it. him and how he's evolved with us too. And yeah, no, I, I get tips and and things from Eric all the time. So um, yeah, and I love talking to the other coaches whether we're having an offsite or whether it's just in passing between classes where it's like hey i tried this with uh with so and so and it really was effective I'm like all right i'm keeping that in my back pocket for the next time i'm coaching them because it's elicits a good response so yeah love it yeah that's i mean that's something that i even in the short time that i've been here uh when i walked in for that interview back in april mm-hmm. it was a different beast than it is now it's a much tighter run organization everything's flowing we got policies and procedures in place yeah. thanks Karen thanks yeah, Karen. Karen it's going really well we got all this stuff happening um, now I guess stepping into this world for you uh, because you kind of knew how it ran um, it being a part-time coach mm-hmm. when was that moment that you kind of stepped back and you're like you know holy shit I kind of want to do this full-time and and what was going through your head what was the scariest part about that decision <laughs> in on that scary is a is a mild term um, so before I got into full time, now as the assistant manager with you guys, um, I was teaching PE in McLean and I was working for the Arlington diocese. I was at a private Catholic school and it was a steady job. It was a job with, you know, some foreseeable, um, growth with, um, you know, it was consistent. It was something I could rely on. And it was safe, you know. And the biggest challenge was just letting that go. And although I was teaching P, I consider myself in the health and fitness world, uh, just like CrossFit, just like working in a gym. I was an exercise science major in college, so it's kind of been the thing I've been pursuing since I was 18 um, on the professional side other than soccer. And it clicked quickly that I was like, I need to – from the time I started CrossFit that I need to make this my full time. I need to make this everything. Cause this is something that I'm passionate about just like I was with soccer. And when I, that fell out, I needed something to replace that. And I was like, I need to find a way to make this full time. And I grew to love CrossFit PR star and Ryan and everything that he's built. Um, I grew to love it so much. And I was like, I need to find a way to, make this full time and stay here. And it was just luck and chance that everything fell together the way it did with everything evolving and Ryan, you know, um, the merger between Hammerdown and and PR star and Ryan needing more staff and needing full-time staff. Um, it just, it was, it was luck. I mean, it was luck that a couple coaches left and I came to Ryan. I think it normally happens the other way around where, uh, owner approaches a member or somebody he knows to coach. I texted Ryan when I knew that there were some coaches on the way out. And I was like, Hey man, 
I want to coach. What do you think? And you just sent me a smiley face. And I was like, uh, that's good, but what, what does that mean? You're lucky you didn't get a thumbs up. You get a thumbs up, you're done. Thumbs up is like the worst thing in my life. So I was like, sweet. I I remember that I was on, I was, I just arrived at work and he was like, you sent me a smiley face. I was like, all right, that's good. But, um, yeah, I'm going to need a little more. more. It's it's funny that you use the word, um, safe when you, when you're teaching. I don't think anything about decisions I make or PR star is quote unquote safe. I think we like to, uh, and good push, business push decisions. the boundaries a we'll little. Live it on the edge. They, <laughs> yeah, good right? business decisions rarely are safe, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, from what I've learned. So, yeah, so but um, uh, same when it was the full time position came up. Um, when you were interviewing for that, I was like, I need to hop on this. And Caitlin, my wife, real skeptical about that. I well, yeah, so I, I think brought that up. Yeah, that's <laughs> that, that, that's pretty interesting you say that because you know obviously you're married. You just had uh, what's his name. What do you call him? Go ahead. Uh, Name the list. Uh, There's a laundry list of names. Right? Lippy, Lappy, Climbing with an L. Logan. Hey. Oh, Joseph yeah, Logan. Helmick. There you go. The man. Uh, the man. <laughs> so obviously you're married. You had Logan. Um, so it's not just a decision for you. Um, very different than Cameron, right? Cameron mm-hmm. made the decision. The only person that he's responsible for is himself. And that's hard for him to even do. Um, <laughs> that's, no, that's that's why I have to make sure that he is doing the things that he needs to do. Dad, you know, take dishes, thanks, Bob. <laughs> insurance, putting gas in the car, changing out wiper blades, right, McKendrick? Taking the um, trash out, taking the trash <laughs> out. So, um, but obviously, you had other people involved, and you had to make decisions, yeah. not just for you, but for them. Um, so. So how'd that go with Caitlin, mm. or as I like to call her, Katie? Yeah, your girl Katie, huh? Yeah, my girl Katie. <laughs> um, yeah, I brought that up as soon as you put that uh, that job posting out. I was like, hey, you know, Ryan's looking for a full time person at the gym, and and she she said to me, "Are you really sure you want to do that?" <laughs> yeah, I'm actually, I was going to piggyback on that. So you went up to her and said that. I'm surprised that she didn't come up because her and I have talked. Dude, at the end of the day, you're a little bit more sensitive than I am. And, oh, I'm a sensi. That's a big – And like, you, you, can get, uh, you can get hurt with the, you know, with the emotions a little bit. So I'm surprised that you were like, okay, yeah, I have no problem working with Ryan. Cause yeah, that's pretty was pretty black and white for that's, me. Uh, and I have my struggles day to day. Um, damn <laughs> maybe week to week uh, we have good days and bad days uh, no it's all on communication we're working on it don't worry um, is he talking about me yeah, he talking yeah. About Kate? no I'm talking about no me and my wife we're good we're solid <laughs> um, no it was uh, it was it kind of kept evolving because I was like hey I'm just I'm just going to put it out there I'm going to go in for the interview alright he wants me back for a second interview this might be getting a little real all right, I actually have an offer on the table. Um, it's not what we initially thought. You know, he's going to hire this guy, Cameron Curry, from Hong Kong. What, what? I know nothing about him. <laughs> Did you just what, what? What, what, what? what? That's you. <laughs> um, and, you know, I'm going to be working with him. We're going to be working together and kind of splitting up all the duties. And Man, duties. Duties. <laughs> just waiting for it. And, um, it, and it, was, it was like, okay, so this is real now, Joel. Like, you're actually wanting to do this. And I was like... Hell yes. I mean, this is, I know what it's, I know there's going to be struggles. I know it's going to be hard, but I've had this in my head since, you know, I've kind of started CrossFit and got into it. And 
I've seen the world. I've seen the stuff on CrossFit.com and, you know, with the CrossFit games and different boxes. You know, you look at everything. I'm like, man, I want, I want this to be my life. And um, it's got its challenges, but it was worth it. And we've actually sat down since probably the fall started, Caitlin and I, and we're like, we're really lucky that you started doing this because life would have been a lot harder doing what I was doing, commuting an hour and a half one way to work with a kid. Um, you know, now my commute's down to 20 minutes each way, even coming from Leesburg. Even when he's late? Never late. <laughs> I'm always early. Weren't you late yesterday? No. Well, it's a different We had a loosey. Loosey-goosey. <laughs> no, um, but it's... <laughs> I'm blessed to have this position right now, and I'm excited to see where everything goes with PR Star. I'm excited to see where I go professionally as a full-time CrossFit employee. And, um, you know, the biggest thing that we were talking about when I started doing this is I was going to have two months of not having to work right around the time Caitlin had our son Logan. And doing this, switching from teaching to this, no summer vacation went bye-bye. Yeah. And now I'm working full-time. Um, every day so it was like oh that's a hard one but in the long run I was really trying to look at the big picture and yes it was really hard to step mm -hmm. out of that security that safeness and uh and step into this new world with a developing uh unsure career path but I'm so happy I did it no and I'm glad that you you did it I think one thing that I I guess I'll pat myself on the back for a hot second I think one thing I help people do is not see what's right in front of them, mm -hmm. but help see what's going to happen in six months, a year down the road. That's really hard sometimes. Um, <laughs> and uh, I don't know. For me, I think that's the only time. That's the only way I look at it, right? I don't. I don't. Don't tell me about today. I want to know about tomorrow. Um, like so, when we're sitting here talking, and you were just talking about all the things that you were doing with professional athletes and everything, I'm sitting here thinking, oh man, I cannot wait for you to implement your. What did we call it? Like the footwork training or um, strength, agility, quickness. Yeah, strength, agility, SAQ. quickness. Yeah. Um, training that we're going to start in the spring because I got a shit ton yeah. of football players looking uh, for those youth athletes. Dude, they haven't stopped talking about schoolers. it. They all want it. I got little ankle biters all the way to 110 pound kids. They're they're excited. So yeah, I uh, yes. Okay, I don't know why I went there. No, you're looking towards the future, and that's that's one of our next steps, and we're we're all excited about that. So. Yeah, and I think that we're, it's part of that continual growth and development we kind of talked about, mm -hmm. um, the evolution that we're always going through. Um, now, you kind of talked about some of the difficulties, right? Like, yeah, it's a great thing because you get to do what you love on a daily basis yep. every day. But in, in what ways was this, this transition for you harder? Um, has it been like you thought it would be? Is it the dream job that you thought it would be? Or are there difficult times? Are there yeah, easy times? Yes and no. Um, as a PE teacher, which I had been doing for the last few years, maybe three years, um, I was subbing for Fairfax County and then working at the school I was at. Um, you know, there were times where I could just put it on, put it in cruise control. I could just just switch it into neutral and coast um, when I was teaching the kids, and they wouldn't notice. I could throw on some music, like, "All right, guys, we're doing this. Uh, we're playing uh, dodgeball, this, that, and the other," and <laughs> it wasn't a big deal. Dodgeball, you know? Yeah, we can do that in private school. Go ahead. <laughs> we don't play dodgeball at PR Star. Yeah, not at PR Star. Red Rover. That's right. <laughs> Best game ever. Um, but, you know, at PR Star, with CrossFit, 
you got to be on all the time, and that is hard to do sometimes, and that is a big struggle. When you when I was doing it three times a week, that was no problem. Piece of cake. All right, I got an hour, maybe an hour, 15, hour and a half with that 15-minute lead-in, 15 minutes after class to devote to the members, and that's cool. Um, when you got to do it three times a day, it's tough. Um, and I love being there for you guys. I love coaching all the members. Um, and But, you know, it, it takes its toll at times. And But I wouldn't trade it for anything else. Uh, I, I love doing it. And uh, it is everything and more that I thought it would be, but it is also much more difficult than I thought it would be from an energy standpoint. I mean, I get, I get home every day, and I'm like, oh, i got to take mm-hmm. care of a kid now. It takes it out of you, man. Really uh, I'm, all, I'm blessed that Caitlin is on top of the parenthood thing as much yeah. as she is. <laughs> but I try my best, too. So. See, that's the big difference. I get home, and I'm like, oh, i got to play this Xbox now. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's awesome, though. I wouldn't trade it for anything. That's good. Noted. 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 <laughs> it's not really the case. I'm at home. Did you, you do know. your chores? I, I did. I took the garbage out. washed uh-huh. the dishes this morning. <laughs> uh, so the big question here now, I mean, with this continual growth of CrossFit PR Star, um, you know, moving locations soon, um, this, that, and the other thing that's going on, where do you see yourself in five years? As uh, their heads come there, together yeah. and uh, they're waiting on this one. Five years. He's thinking a little Damn, bit too long about this. Way <laughs> too long. TikTok, TikTok. I, I'm just trying to piece together the things that we've talked about and where we see PR Star in five years. Because um, that's where I want to be. I'm pretty sure the question was where do you see yourself in five years? I Not be, where PR Star is. I want to be with you, Ryan. Oh. That's a long term relationship. And you, Cameron. Hey, Don't leave us in two years like you've been hopping around. Oh, oh yes. I think, you Listen, know, this you know, vagabond just, lifestyle, that's not you me. Know what? I'm, my I'm, roots I'm, are here. Hey, on that note, I'm with Joel on this one. Look, my roots you know what? are yeah. heavily laid in this northern Virginia I, area. You say heavily laid? Heavily. <laughs> heavily laid. Listen. Okay. I've been to Home Goods. I uh, bought a <laughs> Listen, you, you bought the couch. You bought the couch. No, I bought a sign that says, it's a Virginia state outline that says, home sweet home. So it's pretty serious. I'm actually... Virginia's for lovers, Cameron. That's it, exactly. I'm, I'm here for the long haul. You don't have to worry about me. That's this right. isn't about me, damn it. Joel, this is about you. Where do you see yourself in I five I thought this years? was a conversation. It's supposed to be going back and forth. <laughs> anyway, no, five years. Uh, everything that we've <laughs> talked about and where, um, and where the gym's going and, you know, if, if there's a new spot opening up and there's a operations manager, head operations manager. I want to be in, in the consideration for that, wherever that leads, whether it turns into more gyms elsewhere and there's regional management, <laughs> management <laughs> ship duties, different <laughs> things like is that. the office? I think he's trying to say No, I mean, I, I think that's But anywhere this place is going, that's where I want to be. Cool. Um, and, you know, it's only been, oh my God, I'm coming, in January it'll be three years since I started CrossFit, so... It's only been three and five. You know, it's hard to look at that. And I've talked with Caitlin about this. She's really the big picture one that looks at things. I look at kind of immediate and year. I look within the year. Where can I go within this next year? So I'll take it one year at a time, but definitely five years. Definitely still with you guys. Hopefully just hitting home runs. Awesome. Loving every minute of it. No, I I, and, um, I, I look forward to, to us being a core group yeah. um, at the end of the day. 
I've gone through plenty of change mm-hmm. uh, on coaching staff and whatnot. I, I, I could deal with just, you know, a little normalcy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. All right. So I know when we always get to this point, we try to, like, keep it a little lighter. I, I have a question to keep it lighter. So <laughs> obviously we had a vote the other day that we thought oh, you geez. looked like Spencer Pratt. <laughs> Come on, guys. If you don't look like Spencer Pratt with that beard, who do you think you look like? My wife would say Chris Hemsworth. Whoa. (laughs) All right, and then we had Cameron Uh, go against Alan from The Hangover. Cameron, who do you think you actually look like? Um, I get it a lot when I go out in public. Uh, Sylvester Stallone sometimes. <laughs> I know, listen, hey. Like like the 60-year-old the version? I think or it's like the, the, droopy, rocky... the droopy side mouth I got yeah. going on. I don't know what. <laughs> 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 um, but no, that's uh, that's who I've got. I, like, I need arms I like, like Cameron it. if I look like Prince. Yeah, you, you need to get bigger though. arms. A little bit. A little uh, who do you think you look like besides David Spade? Well, yeah, in first off, apparently I look like David Spade and Joe Dirt. <laughs> but if you're asking my wife or my mom, they say Adam Levine. That's aggressive. I yeah, mean, that's uh, little, hey, I'm just saying what they say. He's a little guy, though. Man, he's hot, But though. he's tatted up, man. Yeah, wasn't hot. he People's uh, Sexiest Man Alive a few years ago? Goddamn right. <laughs> we'll give it to you. Oh, we're going to close things out. Joel, thanks for taking a lot of time out of your day to come over here and talk about your story. Um, we usually like to close it out with a coaching tip of the week. Joel, what do you got for us? Anything. Elbows up. Did we already use that one? No, that's, that's a new one. Elbows up. Ryan, what's your coaching cue? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, mine is uh, do it again faster. Ooh. There oh, wait, go. no, no. Another. Mine is um, get nasty. Get nasty. You used that last week. Yeah, but uh, Christy LeBrand is wearing a shirt that says get nasty. Get nastier. Get nastier. We'll see you next week, everybody. Woo-hoo! Thanks.